This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we are the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Chronology. The game of all time. All time. It's a trivia game. Sort of. Mm, kind of, I think. Yeah. Kind yeah. of trivia based. You gotta like know stuff and junk. But you don't have to know like exact dates, which is good. Well, the year, apparently. I did not do well in history. I didn't either. Oh, <laughs> well, this will be interesting. <laughs> I can't wait. We got this game from the kind people at Buffalo Games, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, Maura from Buffalo Games heard our episode about Truth Be Told. And she sent us an email, and Mora hooked us up. Yes. Was it two big boxes showed up on two, your front step? Like a, a pallet of games <laughs> was on my front door one day. Uh-huh. And uh, there were a ton of games and a ton of puzzles, too. Yeah. Don't know if we're going to be able to play the puzzles on the podcast. What are you talking about? I can't wait for the puzzle show. <laughs> this is Brian. Yeah, this is Curtis. We're going to make a and puzzle. And we're the puzzle guys. <laughs> I found a um, corner. I found a corner. I've actually never put together a puzzle as an adult. What? Well, I mean, as a child, I did, but oh. like as an adult, I don't think I've ever done that. I, I can't remember the last time. But I put now a puzzle I got together. a ton of them. So well, I can't wait for that episode. Look for that Facebook invite, Curtis. Oh, oh god! Puzzle party at Brian's. <laughs> puzzle party! Oh my god! <laughs> yes, we're gonna have a puzzle party, and you can make gooey cake. <laughs> I, I'm making. Well, it's sort of a bread, sort of a cake, and Mm -hmm. I don't think it cooked all the way in the middle, and (laughs) I just took it out. I put it in a loaf pan, Yes. and I just took it out, and it looks like the inside is sinking. It's a little bit of a crater right now. You can call it crater cake. What I'll do is I'll just fill that in with frosting. (laughs) They'll never know. (laughs) They'll never know (laughs) until they eat, bite into it, and it's all gooey and chocolatey. Half of it's frosting. That sounds kind of amazing, actually. Uh, we haven't had any yet, but I think it's going to be very tasty. It's, gonna, <laughs> it's pumpkin and dark chocolate. I can, I can go for that. So, wow, that was a tangent. We got off on a weird tangent there. Well, let's get back on track. Okay. Chronology, mm-hmm. uh, I'm told by Mara from Buffalo Games. Hi, Mara. Hi, Mara. Is a game that was originally published in the 90s, but they've recently revised it and relaunched it. And she also tells me it's a perfect game for two players, which is good because there's only two of us. There are only two of us here on the game night, guys. Well, so the point of this game, how to play it, is to be the first player to build a timeline of 10 event cards. Each player builds a timeline by placing events in the correct chronological order. There are 429 double-sided event cards for a total of 858 events. There's a blue side and a yellow side, and you decide at the beginning of the game if which side you're going to play. It doesn't matter which side it is. Mm-hmm. It just gives you more options. Yeah, there's a different event on each side. So which, which color do you want to play, Curtis? Uh, let's play yellow. They call them a mellow yellow. No, they don't. Um, we're going to set the box in the middle. Then when we're ready to play, each player is going to draw a card from the card box, read aloud the event and the year of the selected card, and place it in front of him. And that starts that player's timeline. Okay. So here's how to play. The oldest player draws... Wait a minute. The oldest player draws... Yes! ...an event card. I like this trend in game rolls. <laughs> I, I do. Okay, well, just to be fair, last week's game was made up by a listener. Thank you, Josh and Dave. <laughs> Yeah, apparently they spotted the trend, too, since they decided that the oldest player got to go first. 
I'm okay with this roll. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the oldest player draws an event card from the card box to begin. He reads the event out loud without revealing the year. The player to the left of the reader, or in this case, me, the other person, or, or you, <laughs> must announce and point to where he thinks the event occurs in his timeline. It will occur either before or after the event card in his timeline, or as you accumulate more card, it will be either before, after, or in between. Mm-hmm. If the player guesses correctly, he wins the card and places it face up in the proper position in his timeline. Then this player draws the next event card and reads it out loud, and play continues. If the player guesses incorrectly, the next player would try to win the card if we were playing with more than two people, which we aren't. Yeah, sad. And then if that person guesses it, then mm-hmm. they get they get the card or whatever. And then they become the reader. Right. If no one guesses it, the player to the left would become the reader. But in the case of us playing, it's just we're going to be swapping back mm-hmm. and forth. Back and forth. The game continues in this manner until one person accumulates 10 event cards in his timeline. There is a chance that an event occurs in the same year as a card already in a player's timeline. To win the card, the player must select the location immediately before or after the year it matches. And if it's won, the card is placed on either side of the event card with the matching year. So you don't have to know exactly when it happened. Right. Just generally the year. Mm -hmm. Let's kick this big. Let's pick a card. Okay. And then we will read it aloud and put it in our timeline. Are you ready? Okay. Shall I start? Yes. You're the oldest player. Well, I, I will go first, but at this point you can think. Okay. Yes, I am the oldest player. Okay. You can. I just wanted to point out again <laughs> that you're the oldest player. The Smithsonian Institution is founded in Washington, D.C. It later becomes the world's largest museum complex, and that took place in 1846. That's a long time ago. I didn't realize it was that old. The Pennsylvania Turnpike opens. It is the first high-speed multi-lane highway in the United States. Pardon me, boy. Is that the Pennsylvania Turnpike? <laughs> and it happened in 1940. Okay. So now I get to go first because I am the oldest, and I don't have a problem with admitting that. I, I didn't say you did. <laughs> oh, wait. But then I'm reading it to you then, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that didn't go out of the way I thought it would. <laughs> we can do it the other way if you want me to read to you first. <laughs> I thought there would be some sort of more no, well, satisfying... Your memory is going, so... <laughs> Who are you? He doesn't remember me most <laughs> of the time. Speaking of memory... <laughs> so, last month, I went in to pay my electric bill. As you can imagine, in Arizona, our electric bills are kind of high in the summer. A little bit. So, mine is a little under $200 in the summer. Per month? Yeah. It, it, yeah. I live. I used to live in another place that went over 200 yeah. every month. Yeah. This place, it's, it's around 180, 170, somewhere around mm-hmm. there in the summer. Well, then, the following month, I get an email from the electric company saying, dude, you're late on paying your bill. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, I am not. Oh, I know I paid this. <laughs> so I went in to look, because I could see, like, yes, this money was taken out of my account. And I thought, well, where did it go? So I started looking through my bill pay, and I paid the gas company... <laughs> The amount of money I was supposed to pay the electric company. Oh, boy. Now, my gas bill is about $20 a month (laughs) every single month. (laughs) I'm pretty much paid up with them for the next year. Yeah, awesome. You don't have to worry about it. No, but... Poor Grandpa Brian. (laughs) I know. I felt like... Why did I make this mistake? Like, and it's because they were like right on top of each other I in the see. bill pay. But I gave the gas money to the electric, and then the electric. I did. I felt like my grandmother did. or something. How do you internet? I don't know. I know I paid that. <laughs> Baseball's Boston Red Sox sell 
Babe Ruth's contract to the New York Yankees, it later becomes known as the Curse of the Bambino. I'm going to say that happened after 1846. It did. It happened in 1919. All right. So you get to put that in your timeline. Now, I don't know sports, but I know that Babe Ruth was around after the (laughs) (laughs) mid-1800s. This is a safe bet, so... Pretty much. All right. George Westinghouse patents his air brake system for trains. I'm going to say that happened before 1940. That is correct. 1869. It's anyone's game, Brian. (laughs) It is. We're tied. Okay, here we go. The world's first jukebox is installed at the, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> Palacis Royale Saloon in San Francisco. How do you spell it? P-A-L-A-I-S. Is that really going to help you figure this out? Why don't you cover the year and show me? <laughs> okay, let me find <laughs> this a, game is hard. a covering device. There. Really, does the name, the actual name of the casino or the saloon going to help you? I would like to this? be properly informed <laughs> before making a decision. Who moved your cheese, Curtis? <laughs> better touch my cheese. Oh, So where within 1846 yes. and 1919, 1919 do you think this event falls? First jukebox. I'm going to have to say after 1919. You would be wrong. It's 1889. Oh, boo. So what happens with that card? It just goes away. Goes away. (laughs) History is hard. It is. I did not enjoy learning about history. I'll just admit it. I didn't care. I don't even really care about my own personal history. You know how people like research their family timelines and Mm -hmm. stuff like that? Yeah. That does not interest me. I really could give a crap where (laughs) I come from. Well, it interests me and I've done it. To within a limited capacity, mm-hmm. I've only you know, I've talked to my grandparents on my mother's side, and they were telling me about my my ancestors, and I didn't learn a lot. <laughs> I have a friend who's an archaeologist, and he does a lot of like ancestry and timeline research and stuff like that. And he actually found a photograph. They it was a photo of uh, like uh, a bunch of brothers, Gregory brothers, and one of them is my great 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 grandfather. Speed Gregory or something Speed like that. Gregory. And he, I asked him, I'm like, Speed, that's kind of a weird name. And he said, well, often back then, a lot of times people would adopt surnames as their first names. And that's how that happened, apparently. Hmm. Interesting story. Yeah. So I'm going right. to change my name to Speed in his honor. Go, Speed Gregory, go. <laughs> All right. Here's a tough one. Okay. And kind of a relevant one. Cyclist Lance Armstrong wins his first Tour de France. I'm going to say that happened after 1940. Are you sure? <laughs> Pretty Are you right. sure? 1999. Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. In case you guys have been living under a rock this week, he w- he decided not to fight the doping charges and whatever agency was against him, mm-hmm. stripped him of his titles, banned him from cycling and professionally, blah, blah. What do you think about that, Curtis? Well, I mean, you, you've heard of Lance Armstrong for so many years. I mean, yeah, he won his first Tour de France in 1999, apparently, and here it is, you know, 2012. And to hear like all those times over the years where he won the Tour de France again, and to kind of think that it's all for nothing, that it, they've stripped him of all his medals and stuff, it's kind of sad. But he shouldn't have done that. I mean, he kind of cheated, basically. Well, he did not admit that he did this. He's denied it. He's oh, just he not, did? He's not fighting the charges oh. anymore. 
because he's he has done that already. You know, he is he's not admitting that okay. he did it, and they didn't find him guilty of it. He just said, "I'm not going to participate right. in this anymore." I didn't know that part. So yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Then that maybe changes my perspective of it a bit. So. And he has passed like 20 drug tests. Okay, so. Uh. He he refers to it as a witch hunt, and it kind of sounds it, like yeah, it is. Now that but on the that. other hand, I think it's kind of naive to think that drug use doesn't happen in professional sports. Yeah, you know, like dudes in baseball who continually break break world records. Right, you know, pretty much you're going to need some assistance to keep doing that. You know, yeah. like bodies just don't get better throughout the years. Right, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel weird about it a little because like I, I don't know I. I I don't really know how to feel about it. Like, I kind of think it is kind of silly. Yeah. It's just cycling, too. Who cares? It's sports. <laughs> it's kind of kind of like my ancestry. I don't give a crap. <laughs> this game has shown us that Brian just doesn't give a crap about anything. It's bringing out my apathy. <laughs> the less you know. <laughs> the Royal Swedish Navy is established by nobleman Gustavus Basso. He purchases... It's first ships in the merchant town of Lubeck. <laughs> so, in my scope of 1846 and 1919, I'm supposed to... Um, let's say it happened between the two. You would be incorrect, because it happened in 1522. Holy crap! <laughs> I didn't know this game went back this far. There, yeah, whatever. That's okay. crazy. 1500s, all right. Gustavus Vaso. Is that how you say his name? Sure. <laughs> oh, throwing cards. We know how this No, is I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I lost. I don't care. <laughs> I didn't get that one right. You're getting all the ones I know. Sorry. Saturday Night Live makes its television debut as NBC Saturday Night. It features comedian George Carlin as its first host. I'm going to say that happened in between 1940 and 1999. Yes, 1975. Nice. John Locke anonymously publishes his book, Two Treaties of Government, its philosophies will form the basis for the United States Declaration of Independence. Well, I'm going to say that <laughs> happened before 1846. You would be correct. It happened in 1689. Sweet. History rocks. <laughs> okay. Dr. Seuss's children's book, The Cat in the Hat, is published. Oh. I'm going to say that happened before 1975. Okay. You would be right. Yay. 1957. So I have now five cards in my timeline, and you Curtis do. has three cards. Curtis has three. <laughs> so Brian, what's new with you? I saw a documentary yesterday. Uh, it's a documentary of, that about a boy who was who disappeared from San Antonio in I think 1994, mm -hmm. and then in 1997 the family got a call that he was located in Spain. The film is called The Imposter. Kind of mm -hmm. gives it away in the title, what it's oh, about. <laughs> yeah. But it was really, really good. It's like a really, really good episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> oh. Because they do use actor reenactments. Like, they recreate things that they're talking about with the use of actors. Um, it's a little less cheesy than an Unsolved Mystery. But there were, even though, like, from the title, you know what's what it's about. Mm -hmm like it's actually a very compelling riveting story mm. and there were parts of it like my heart was racing i was just like oh my god what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> and um i highly recommend it if anyone out there wants to go see it it's the imposter <laughs> they didn't reanimate yeah. the corpse of robert stack to narrate what was going on in the movie <laughs> did he die oh yeah he's been dead for years 
He really? Yes. I did not know this. Yeah, a few years. That makes me sad. Oh, Brian. <laughs> so if a question about Robert Stack's death came up in the game, you wouldn't know where to put it because you thought he was still alive. That's true. That's sad. I kind of felt the same way when I saw the movie Man on Wire. Did you ever see that movie? I have not. About the man that walked between the World Trade Center towers? I've seen it in Netflix, but I've never watched you it. You should watch it. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like... You know, you're watching it thinking, oh, this this all actually happened. And mm-hmm. just the way they present the story, it's really good. I, I, I like documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, watching this one reminded me a little bit of capturing the Freedmen's. Just because it's kind of fascinating mm-hmm. seeing somebody who you, like, really are kind of creeped out by. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. It's been a few years, but I have seen that one. That was yeah, a good one, too. That guy who turned out to be a clown. Oh, <laughs> no, let's not talk about clowns. Clowns. <laughs> Sorry, Flip. Oh, Flip. Sorry. <laughs> Hollywood Studios released several notable films, including The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind. It would later become known as Hollywood's Golden Year. That is after 1919. I'm going to say that was actually around 1939. Very good. That's mm. exactly when it was. Yes, Brian. The tables have turned. <laughs> they haven't I, turned quite yet. I, I, it's coming. <laughs> well, I'm behind by one card, so. That's not turning the tables. It's getting there. That's just getting closer I'm, to the edge I'm, of the table. I'm nudging the table. <laughs> Nudge. That's a weird word. I do want to apologize to Flip for saying that clowns are creepy. <laughs> um, flip the table, guys. Hi. How are you Hi. Doing? Sorry that Brian insulted you. You can reach him on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and yell at him. Oh, a sports question, Brian. Your favorite. Oh, goody. The Knickerbocker baseball rules are published. They are the first written rules of baseball. I am going to say that that occurred between 1869 and 1940. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh. It occurred before 1869. See, I was going to say that, and then I went against my initial feeling. I should not do that. Trust your gut, Brian. Trust my gut. Oh, it's, yeah, sorry. Soviet leader Vladimir Lenin is shot twice during an assassination attempt, but survives. Ooh, I'm going to say that's between 1919 and 1939. You are incorrect. It was Ah. 1918. Oh, I was close. Damn it. Construction on the first transcontinental railroad in the United States is completed. It connects the east and west coasts of the country by rail for the first time. Can you do me a favor and read that like the Umergood girl? (laughs) That's a lot lot of words to say like the Umergood. And that's why it's a challenge. Mm, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> Boo. I'll say trans... Trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-trans-
Oh, I don't know if you'll get this. Maybe. Just read it. <laughs> the Nintendo Kapai Company. Uh-huh. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. Nintendo? K- yes, it's pronounced Nintendo. K-O-P-P-A-I. Kopai, I guess. Kopai. The Nintendo Kopai Company is founded in Japan. It manufactures playing cards and will later become synonymous with video game systems. Well, since my latest date is 1939, I'm hoping it's after 1939. You would be incorrect. It's 1889 is when that company was founded. All right. (laughs) Today I learned Nintendo is old. J.K. Rowling's novel, (laughs) Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, is published in England. (sighs) Oh, a little tough one. It is a tough one because... I'm going to say it happened between 1975 and 1999. Yes, 1997. Okay. That was the year that I moved to Arizona. Fancy that. (laughs) The New World is labeled as America on the map for the first time. Um, (laughs) I'll say before 1689. You are correct. It was 1507. Sweet. All right. Just to recap the score, Brian has seven cards. Curtis has five. It's potentially anyone's game. (laughs) It is until we have a winner. It's anyone's game. The military draft officially ends in the United States. Hmm. I'm going to say it occurred between 1957 and 1975. Yes, it did. 1973. (laughs) You're very good at this for hating history so much. I, I was trying to think before you came over here today. Like, do I have any anecdotes from my childhood about history or history class or anything? I don't even remember who my history teachers were, <laughs> um, I, except one. Uh, I grew up in Oklahoma, and one of the histories that we had to learn was Oklahoma history. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell you a lot about Oklahoma history, except something about the Trail of Tears happened. Um, but I do remember my teacher's name was Mr. Sanchez, and that's all I remember. Was he filthy? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't know. Okay. <laughs> Keeping, I was, it, keeping it classy. I was not expecting <laughs> I know. <that. laughs> New France issues its own currency while waiting for coins to arrive from France. It is printed on playing cards. There was a New France? <laughs> I hate history. <laughs> is that like... New Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> sure. New York? No. Um, I'll say it happened between 1846 and 1919. I have no idea. That's good. It's oh. 1685. No, that's wrong. Oh, I, should... I can't count either. <laughs> it would have happened right Your here. Your cards are backwards. I can't see them. Okay. I got it wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Where's Schoolhouse Rock with all this information? I mean, I should know a song about New France. I know. When New France issues its own currency on playing cards. Ba-na-na-na. It could be like that. It's the new three is a magic number. Good job, Brian. <laughs> American actress Grace Kelly marries Prince Rainier III of Monaco. It is dubbed the wedding of the century. I'm going to say that happened between 1957 and 1973. So close. 1956. Oh. Oh. So close, Brian. So close. The first U.S. silver dollar is minted. Oh. Where in your timeline do you think that falls? Um, between 1846 and 1919. Sorry, it was 1794. Holy crap, that's old. That is very old. I thought it was more current, recent than that. I'm going to sound stupid right now. When did America get founded? <laughs> 1776. Schoolhouse Rock should have told you that. I haven't seen those well, in a while. Well, that's when we had our Declaration of Independence from the British. But, you know, before that, I think it was like 
1740? Was I, I there? Maybe you were in a previous life. Then I don't. I don't believe in that shit. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, okay. Scientists discover how to split uranium atoms in a process known as nuclear fission. Mm, I don't know. Let's say it happened between 1940 and 1957. It would have been before 1940. 1938. Now this is getting more difficult. Yes, it is, isn't it? I only have I only have five cards still. I have eight. I'm stupid. Well, not, apparently not. You knew when America was born, or <laughs> hatched, or founded, or declared, or whatever. And I knew when The Wizard of Oz came out. Go me! London's Globe Theater burns down. The special effects cannon accidentally starts the fire during a performance of Shakespeare's Henry VIII. Hmm. I'm going to see that happened before 1919 and after 1846. 1613. Damn it. Sorry. It's old. I don't know things. <laughs> you know some things. Today I learned I'm stupid. <laughs> you know some things. I know some things. I know all like the current pop culture stuff. But when it comes to things that happened in 1507, mm. you didn't know about Lance Armstrong completely, though. You just knew no. that. So, you, well, yeah, there are some gaps. <laughs> Thanks. The Space Shuttle Columbia is launched for the first time. It is the first flight of NASA's space shuttle program. I'm going to say that was after 1975. Yes. Do you remember when was it Challenger yeah. that blew up? 1986. I know that. Oh, I hope that's not a card. Uh, it'd probably <laughs> be the next question. Um, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I do. I was in uh, sixth grade, something like that. Well, I was in high school. Yeah. Well, you are the <laughs> oldest player. King George II dies. He is the last British monarch born outside of Great Britain. I'm going to say before 1846. And, between, and after 1689. You would be correct. 1760. Yay. Okay. So Brian only needs one more correct answer to win. Only one more. The black and white comic strip Spy vs. Spy debuts in Mad Magazine. It depicts two spies trying to outwit each other with elaborate booby traps. Hmm. This is a difficult one. Yes. I'm going to think it's in the 70s when this occurred, but maybe not. I'm trying to think, how old is Mad Magazine? I am not. I mean, because my recollection of it (laughs) is from my childhood, which would be the 70s. Okay. But it probably existed before then, but I don't know because they didn't teach me that in history. (laughs) Do you think that was in history? No. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say between 1957 and 73. That's right. 1961. Mm -hmm. How many cards do I have, Curtis? I don't know. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. (laughs) Cha-ching. I know all about history. <laughs> and I needed four more to win. <laughs> I, I like this game. It's very simple to understand and play. It You don't have to really know anything about history to play it. You just kind of have to guess. Well, I, yeah, and I didn't know the... I mean, obviously, 2012 is probably the latest it's going to go, but I don't know how far back it goes. So, like, what the scope is for potential questions yeah it didn't really say like when the year began i don't know if there's mm-hmm. any like 18 or like like thir- the year 13 to 4 bc <laughs> it looks like probably i think it's just years yeah i don't know like that 1507 one i think was the they're all one. in the triple digits oh, no, there's a 1200 like. one right there oh what does it say the magna carta is signed by king john of england mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so thank you mara from buffalo games for sending these to us we really appreciate it we had a lot of fun doing them uh to find more about their games 
you can go to buffalogames.com mm-hmm. and they are actually linking to our episode of Truth Be Told. Yeah, we're linked on the Buffalo Games website, so we appreciate that as well. And Mara sent us a few of these games. She sent us three, so mm-hmm. we're going to give a couple of them away. How are we going to do that, Curtis? Well, we're going to have a contest. So to enter, um, all you have to do is, for this episode that you're listening to currently, we will have a post on the Facebooks, and you're just going to share that post on your own timeline. Mm-hmm. Or you can retweet the tweet about this episode on our Twitter account, and you can find that at Game Night Guys if you are not currently following us. Or if you are on Google Plus, hi Scott DeSater. Hi Scott, because <laughs> um, you're like one of the few people on mm-hmm. there. Um, you can share that post. So either go to Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus and just share the post. It'll be very obvious which one it is. It'll say share yes. this to enter. It'll say this is the post you need to share. Right. Um, if you're one of those people who are afraid of social media, you can go to GameNightGuys.com and leave a comment on this episode, and we will count that as an entry. So you have four ways to enter if you want to. You can also call Brian at his personal phone number. Sure. It's area code. Just look for it on any <laughs> bathroom wall. shell bathroom station. <laughs> it's there. Uh, you know, for not so good yet inexpensive time. <laughs> One entry per person. You can enter. You can share it on Facebook and retweet it and all that, but it'll still just count as one mm-hmm. um, for you, okay. um, just to make it fair. Yes. And the contest will run through September first, which is very soon. So hurry up and do that. Yep. If you're listening after September first, I'm sorry, but you know where to place this on the chronology timeline now. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna give, like I said, two of them away. If we get like a good enough response, we may throw a third something or other in there. Maybe a puzzle. <laughs> Maybe a puzzle. <laughs> you can have a puzzle party and we'll come to your puzzle party. I want to have a puzzle party now. We got a new review on iTunes this week. Yes, we did. From That Peter G, who is one of the co-hosts of the podcast Life on the Shit List, otherwise known as Lotzel. Mm-hmm. He says that sometimes the games we find are really strange and offbeat, but we have a knack of making you feel like you're right there with you. Well, we are strange and offbeat ourselves, so... And we we, we want you to feel welcome mm-hmm. on our podcast, so... Yes. Um, thank you, Peter, for that. Um, Peter also sent me a tote bag that um, is branded with life on the shit list. I can't wait to take that mm-hmm. to the grocery store. I'm looking at <laughs> it right now. It's Fill up cool. my vegetables in here, <laughs> Albertson's person. <laughs> um, okay. And it's going to be the, one of the tote bags that they use for the swag bags um, for Pride 48. We also are contributing some swag. So for, if you're in going to Vegas for Pride 48, be sure to look for our special little something-something that we're adding. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Pride 48, yes, we are now scheduled to do a live show for that. We have a time locked in. We do. Uh, it's going to be Sunday, September 16th, 2012, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 4 p.m. Central Daylight Time, 3 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time, or 2 p.m. if you're in Arizona, or the Pacific Daylight Time time zone. <laughs> that would be 9 a.m. on Monday, September 17th, if you're Amy in New Zealand. Hi, Amy and Greg. Hi. <laughs> so uh, we have this posted on Facebook. And so check that out. Um, We'll probably also put a post on our website about it. We'll probably talk about it a couple more times before it happens. But if you want to hear us live, that is the time to do it. And um, you would do that at pride48live.com. That's a scary thought. And we're very excited. We are going to have guests on our episode. What? That we're doing live. We are going to be talking with Tim and James from Taste Like Burning. Oh, okay. 
So if you guys haven't heard them before, check them out. They are fun people. There's time to do your research and listen to an episode. Exactly. That's it for this episode of Game Night, guys. You can visit our website and check out the archives for your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at GameNightGuys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at CheapBlueGuitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at Facebook.com slash GameNightGuys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Bye. Bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye. Sniff you jerks later. This is Brian. This is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you... I can't say the word. <laughs> introduce? I always say introduce. <laughs> well, Brian, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> you should You should introduce. For that Game Night Guys, for that fresh feeling. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs>